Hey there guys, welcome back. Uh, so this is episode two of Akado Cast. We're back in the bar. We're nicely lucid. At least I think most of us are. Um, I quit drinking, so no. Oh, why are you on this podcast? He's trying to get me to stop fucking alcoholic free beer. What? Not happening, mate. Wait, stop. Wait, stop alcoholic free beer, but you don't drink. No. That's my whole mission. Stock. Stock. Oh shit. Yeah. I mean, that would be good. I thought you said the same thing as well. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, so, yes, we're back. Uh, we're back in the basement. Uh, we're back in Akedo, the Lincoln's premier gaming bar. Uh, so, Toby, what have you got to tell us about the bar this week? Bit of a disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was leaving the bar on Wednesday night. Um, just about to close up. Heard a noise. Uh, there's a burst pipe in the basement. Water gushing out and uh, panicked. I couldn't find where the stop tap was. So after, luckily I had some friends in that were like builders and stuff and they, <clears throat> they worked it out, turned off the water. But if I had left, this whole basement would have been flooded. Oh yeah, I was saying, I I'd woke up tomorrow and would have been... You mean the basement where you keep all the expensive electrical equipment? Exactly that. The yeah. VR <laughs> section would have been destroyed, the, the, the arcade basement. cabinets. I, I don't know how full it would have got, but I reckon... You what? could have opened the front pool. A swimming pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you get a bath, a spa. Yeah, yes, I'll call it a, a spa, spa yeah, and yeah, fucking yeah. middle-aged white people yeah. would flock. I'll, I'll charge fifteen pound an hour. I, <laughs> they pay. They yeah. pay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I. I don't know if people on the podcast know. I currently work at Okado, so I came in on the Thursday, and you told me there'd been a leak, and I came downstairs and saw the extent of it, and was like, "Fuck." Yeah. <laughs> like, we were very lucky. Very lucky. So I'm, I apologise. Been a mental week for me. I've had to close to sort that out. And uh, it's a lot of stress, really. I mean, it, from, from my point of view, it's not it's not been as uh, destructive as it could have been. I mean, the the bar's been functioning, the VR's been going on, people have yeah. been down here, so it's all good. Just no business, no hand towels. I rescued some of them. I actually rescued some yeah. of them. They are over there. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off, you. I can so, Toby, could you tell us what is going on with Okado? Because of course, as it's already Okado cast. Fuck's sake, Mark. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, no swearing. No, fuck that. No, you can swear. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Just um, less swearing. Yeah, less. Oh, oh, to, to hell with our critics. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Toby, as this is Akedo, and we are recording in Akedo, and this is the Akedo cast, please tell us what the hell is going on with Akedo this week, bar the leak. Bar the leak? Uh, so I've decided what to do on a Friday night is like a, it's sort of like gambling. So you come in, it's like drink, drink whoa, you know, whoa, like drink, whoa. you know, like, okay, not gambling. Kind of legal, but not really. Not, not legal. <laughs> it's a wager. It's a good kind of wager. It's a wager. So what you want to do, what I'm trying to promote on a Friday night now is you come in with your mates and you bet each other for shots. For example, I bet you four shots, I can beat you at FIFA. For example, and the loser mm. has to drink those four shots. Like, That'd like be an that. easy fucking win for us, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, for you. But then you can do it, you can do it with any game because obviously you pay your entry. You can choose your game and you can bet your mates. Like Mario Kart, Mario, a game I could actually Mario win. Kart. I bet you four shots. I come. I beat you at Mario Kart. So Toby, are you just going to bet everyone that you can beat them at Street Fighter? I will do. And I'm, I'll be doing pound shots as well. So it's a pound shot. I, I just want to point out that the la- one of my last shifts here. I spent a good two hours playing Street Fighter because I want to fucking beat you. Did you beat me? I got one round on you as Bison in Street Fighter V where he is not the is same that when I came back from Lost Festival, uh, Lost Village? And you may have not been entirely human. <laughs> I'm counting it. Yeah, It still counts, it's fine. Thank you. But I think it could be a lot of fun. I think like, you know, I don't want to uh, encourage irresponsible drinking, but it's only 20% shots of 
uh, message from it, pound shot. And you put your wage down, you play your mates and have a laugh out of it. I did have some Lamesh Schmidt and I gotta say, it's really fucking nice. Yeah, yeah it is nice, yeah. <laughs> it's like a Jaegermeister. What I got, I got it Fagermeister because it's fake Jaeger. Yeah, 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 yeah. And another thing you're doing is a half price game night. On Tuesday nights, uh, just because it's a, my quietest night of the week, what I thought I would do is do a 50% off year entry fee. So it's £2.50 to come in, play games, play whatever you want for as long as you want. I can't really say fair than that. And also, that also means that it is £7.50 an hour to use the VR, and if you've never used the PSVR in your life, £7.50 just for an hour of playing on it is more than worth your time. Yeah, go ahead and shit yourself on Resi 7. I know I have already. That's why it smells down here, is it? <laughs> I'm really, <laughs> really fucking sorry. <laughs> you've just blown the whole leak cover story. Yeah, I'm rushing the fuck out of this place. It, was, it wasn't I, a leak, it was Liam's asshole. Yeah, I was the leak. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> right, so moving on, uh, bringing back a segment from the first episode of Akado Cast, where we played Never Have I Ever, where we drew the cards ourselves, and it was a fucking travesty. Um, we've gotten patrons of the bar to draw cards for us. They've read what's on them already, and they have selected these cards specifically for us to... Play it. So Liam here, my sometimes glamorous host. I'm never glamorous. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you know this, we've done the show for two years. So we're gonna go ahead with Never Have I Ever Part Two, Electric Boogaloo. Let's hope we don't get sued for that. And Liam, take it away. Okay, card number one, motherfuckers. <laughs> never have I ever basked in my own smelly fart. Remember, if you have done this, say I. I I I it's what farts are for. Exactly. I mean, who here doesn't love a good Dutch oven? So, Rich, do you want to start us? There's no story about it. Every one of them is basking in my own glory. Why would I pass upon an opportunity to just spread my goodwill to everyone around me? Fantastic. <laughs> well, because I, I work at Asda. And up until recently, I worked in a freezer department. Customers. And I work in a giant walk-in freezer that's minus 22 degrees. And they just stay there forever. Do they freeze? Yeah, Ooh. chilled farts. It's not quite a nice, you know, it keeps them fresher for longer. Refreshing. Yes. <laughs> uh, what about under the duvet, girlfriend? I mean, a Dutch oven is that is always. That's a classic. I mean, you're sharing the love. At Basking that point. together. <laughs> Couples who basks together stay together. <laughs> or not, depending on how it goes I the mean, first if, time. If it's really that fucking stanky, they're out of there. <laughs> Uh, I, tr I try and do it discreetly, but my girlfriend just mentioned like last night that she knows I'm doing it. <laughs> is it, um, it I've got to say, is it the smug look of satisfaction on your face after you're done? It will be from now on, like. <laughs> if anything, that tells me it's true love. I thought I was getting away with it. No, I think that's true love, because if she knows that you're doing it and she puts up with that, that's, that's, that's true love. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's really, got to yeah. be in it. Uh, Liam? Uh, I mean, mine is a, a lot of Dutch oven, but... Uh, Mark and I, we used to work at CEX. Sadly. I know, God, it sucked. <laughs> and, uh, My mum calls that sex, by the way. That's, yeah, that's how you're supposed to pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, but to be honest, I've had people come up to me in the pub and they go, oh, where do you work? And I go, oh, CEX. And they go, do you ever tell birds you work at sex? Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> no, no, that sounds shit. To further add to that, um, I don't know if you know this about CEX, it's a little side note, but it's something that's definitely worth mentioning. Um, every year, CEX Corporate puts on an annual festival 
for its employees. Called Sex Fest. Called Sex Fest. <laughs> also, oh, the wi- wow. also the Wi-Fi you get is called stars in. No. Also the Wi-Fi is called Unprotected Sex. <laughs> because apparently the entirety of management are just twelve. That's quite <laughs> How do I get invited to this? You're work allowed a plus CX. one if you work for the company. Yeah. However, if you've been fired, like myself, you're never allowed to go. <laughs> but if you quit, like myself, you can be a plus one. Um, but yeah, when we worked for CEX, one of the things I used to love doing was... Um, I remember this. I mean, it's a different one to what you're probably thinking. I, I used to go to the anime section because that, that section always fucking stank. <laughs> Can we rename that the weeb section from now on? Okay, the fucking weeb section. Thank I used you. to go down there, and if I was putting Spatical out DVDs or something, you just let out a cheeky fart there because, like, you'd oh. see some guy who clearly never bathed, and then someone else would walk past and just go, "Oh God, it's him!" <laughs> and I'd walk yes. away, cackling away, just like, <laughs> "It was me who shouted." So I you are a little genius. Uh, I, yes, of course I am. If you haven't noticed, so my input on this whole um, have you ever basked in your glory uh, I'm going to borrow a quote from one of my favourite internet personalities Mr. Yahtzee Croshaw if you know I mean you know who he yeah. is Mr. Zero Punctuation you ever seen Zero Punctuation? no nope. oh, nope. I, I, I wanted to speak about Yahtzee Croshaw later actually he is amazing yeah. and we will definitely talk about him if you guys haven't seen him I'll definitely show you he is one of the finest video game critics ever but my way of summing up this whole basking in your own farts thing is a quote from him in which he says you can't polish a turd, but you can definitely appreciate the pie and chips it once was. Yeah, and that's okay. how I see about basking in my own farts. I look back and go, that was a hearty fucking meal. That's what it was. <laughs> okay, I, 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 can, I eat well. I can continue on the Yahtzee Croshaw now, because bring it back, back from farts to gaming, because the Yahtzee Croshaw is also an author. Yeah, I've not and read I have, his books. I have just finishing, I finished reading well, listening to Audible is great. All of his books are on Audible. We're not sponsored. Um, Shut up. I know. <laughs> but they, well, we, they, yeah. Could Audible's sponsor great. fucking they everybody. Could, we could be. They'll sponsor us eventually. Um, so he's he's written five novels, I think, but one of them, Mog World. Which is the one that I do want to read. Is brilliant. brilliant. So without spoiling it, but, you know, it's basically what would life be like if it was like an... Uh, MMO basically yeah, so it, it's set yeah. in a kind of medieval wizards and warlocks kind of time warriors and all that stuff but there's a curse and uh, like basically everyone starts to respawn and it goes on from there I can't say much more about spoiling it but if you love Yahtzee Croshaw and you love Zero Punctuation or if you've ever read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy or and like the style of Douglas Adams um He's, he's a brilliant author, as well as a brilliant game critic. Mogworld's brilliant, but there's four or five and they're all great. Is one I'm reading at the minute, it's called Jam. And it's just about a carnivorous jam that takes over a city and starts eating people. I mean, what I've got to say is that like I've not read Mogworld, I really do want to. Uh, but just from seeing Yahtzee's reviews, he is so insanely talented with using the English language for absolute filth and debauchery that I feel like his novels have to be brilliant. Which is exactly, they are. There's, I, can, I can't remember what it's called right now, but there's a, a space adventure one as well, which is brilliant. Yeah, I think that's called We'll Save the Planet for Food. For Food, yes, yes. it is, yeah. We should it's go on to the next question. Yeah, we should. Okay, question two. Never have I ever... Accidentally being the first person to tell a kid Santa Claus wasn't real. Yes. I. Oh, that was a. I actively do it. 
Oh, you actively do it. Are you, are you just there in the waterside centre at Christmas yeah. time, running around going, "Hey, kids, you know that Santa fucker? No, that fucking exists." How can you do this and keep a clean conscience? I have no conscience. That's appalling. I can't condone. Have this. you been in this bar? <laughs> <laughs> also, any kids who are listening to this podcast, I guess you just found out. So I guess we can all really say, "I, oops." <laughs> That was shit. Santa ain't real. Oh, I feel really bad now. <laughs> it's a perfect okay, time to broadcast it. It ain't real. Right, what's our final Never Have I Ever? Okay. Never Have I Ever puked out the window of a moving vehicle. Obviously. I... Um, Again, it's you two. It's you two that are doing I feel this. like we're the most debaucherous here. <laughs> These are the same people that have just told the kids that Santa isn't real, and then puked out the window as so they leave the crime scene. These are what <laughs> are kids known. don't grow up. <laughs> these are what are known by a dictionary definition of bastards. That's what. Yes, <laughs> I can happily accept. No, I'm a we've bastard. lived. I was fourteen. Drank a bottle of cider mixed with vodka. Dad picked me up. Got in the car. Spewed out the window. I, I was about to ask if you did that same thing I did when I was fourteen, where you'd have like older friends who had cars, yeah, yeah. and you go and get drunk in fields and stuff. That is my dad. <laughs> but I mastered the art of puking into the neck of a bottle. In How? A, in a car. That's a, in a car, yeah. Is that like deep throating with style? Kind of, you have to... <laughs> <laughs> you, have to you have to kind of, what, like, purse your lips and kind of breathe out your nose. To, it, it doesn't always work, it kind of comes out the sides a bit, but... <laughs> How did you practice this? At home, or...? Just it just happened. In the Same with pissing in a bottle. Pissing in a bottle's an art, so it doesn't spurt out the sides. And they've... did you practice it in the middle of Van Summers? Yes. <laughs> oh. We are not even fifteen minutes in, and this is already disgusting gumbling. Sponsored by Ann Summers. <laughs> That's never happening now. Is oh, it? Never, never. Hey, I, you don't know Ann Summers, okay? They're filth. I've been in their back section. Uh, yeah, Ooh. same. I've been in your back section though. Sadly, once. Oh, <laughs> it was a sad time. I didn't even finish. Oh, <laughs> that was a sad time, not the fact they asked you to leave. <laughs> what, about you? what about you though? Uh, basically, uh, when I was like 15, me and my friends, uh, we, uh, I, I grew up in the shit end of Wales, like in the middle of buttfuck so, nowhere. So, so Wales. 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, good joke, good joke guys, fuck all of you. Um, and yeah, one time we were camping out in the woods getting completely fucking shit-faced and the police showed up. And my friend had like a truck, so we all we all just dived into it to like get the fuck out of there. It was, it was almost like fucking Dukes of Hazard style. And on the way out, I I was just there like oh, I've had like half a bottle of vodka because I'm fifteen. So I sort of went amateur. I know I was fifteen. <laughs> amateur. I'm from Grantham. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Someone's got to be. But yeah, so I, I crawled out of that hellhole. But yeah, on the way out of the forest, I just puked, and there was like a good puke trail going out of the forest to the main road. So that's they could follow us. Well, crazy. that's quite good. Just out of a vehicle. You find your way back if you needed to. I mean, we were in the truck at the time. I just puked oh, okay, out of the window. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so that's, that's, that was week two of Never Have I Ever. Join us next week for more debauchery and silly mistakes. So um, next thing we've got on our little itinerary here, because we actually do write itineraries, because we're not just, you know, has-beens or... Not even husbands, I guess. I mean, we kind of are, but we're we are. We are. These guys, they're fresh to it. They're good. Yeah. Um, we'll be 
Oh, oh, I like that. I like Ooh, that a lot. Yeah, future po- tense. Positivity. Positivity, I like it. Uh, so the next thing we're going to talk about, and uh, something that I'm very enthused about, and fuck the guys upstairs, I hope you're listening to this because you're wrong, uh, the PS Plus games for September. So we're going back onto gaming now because this is a gaming bar after all. So if somebody, probably myself, wants to get them up on their phones because we're not that well prepared. No, we're not. War 3. Goal for is one of them, yeah. And yeah. Destiny 2. Destiny 2. And yeah, Destiny 2, yeah. The two big games of the month are God of War 3 Remastered and Destiny 2, De- uh, which I think PlayStation are now doing a thing where they're like, oh, we're going to give you a single-player game that your fuckers like, and a multiplayer. Because, to be honest, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, everyone yeah. who has PS Plus can play online games, which is why yes. they did Dead by Daylight last month, which was a great game. Yeah, agreed. I, you know me, Liam. I've been playing the fuck out of Dead by Daylight. You, you've been sucking that game's dick. <sighs> like, I can give you a great example of how much Dead by Daylight I've been playing. When I finally got around to playing it, Dead by Daylight was in the midst of a summer barbecue event that they were doing, where you had to do a certain amount of in-game tasks as both survivor and killer, to unlock bonus content, you had to do, I think it was 90 survivor generator turns on and 50 killer hook grabs. 90? And 50, I one on. And 50, 50 killer hook grabs on specific generators and hooks. I had seven days to do it, and I did it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get out more, mate. Okay. I'm unemployed! <laughs> okay. Well, not technically, but you know. <laughs> okay, so I've got the full list here. So. PS Plus members, you are looking forward to this in September, is Destiny 2, God of War 3, Knowledge is Power, which is on every fucking month, so who the cares? Uh, Here They Lie, which is a PSVR game, if you're one of the 10 people who own a PSVR. Toby, I know you are. (laughs) Another World's 20th Anniversary Edition. Uh, Cube, Director's Cut, Full Play, and if you're one of the two people in the world who own a PS Vita, Sparkle 2. I have a PSVR. Well, one of the three people. <laughs> so, well, go out. What you usually can do is we'll go around in a circle. So, Rich, you've got your hand up right here. You seem very excited right now. I'm so fucking. Yeah. I didn't know another world was part yes, of this. Because I, I want to talk about this as well. This has so. just made my day. I, I fucking. Oh, back on the Mega Drive, I loved that game. It was so fucking hard that the first, I don't know, couple of hours maybe of playing it was just swinging over that pit where the leeches were yeah. underneath you and yeah. dying consistently. So but how cool was the fucking intro to that game? Incredible for its time. So looking at these games, so Destiny 2, frankly, is a game I don't really care about. It's not my kind of thing, but I think it's great that it's free and it's great that obviously PS Plus members are now getting an online multiplayer game. Liam, you've got your hand up. What do you want to say? I'm just saying that uh, Destiny 2, I'm quite happy is on there because I bought Destiny 2 when I went down to 20 quid and I never, never played it. Uh, but it's just the fact that now it's free, I'm going to play it because it's one of those games where if you get some bros online, Destiny is really fucking fun. Like, I played Destiny 1 for a bit and it actually was fun. It's one of those mindless games. Do you want to go shoot up some shit? Play Destiny. So Destiny 2, I just want to shoot up more shit with a bit better graphics. Is this because they've just released or about to release a new expansion for the game? Well, yeah, they're milking it for all it's worth. Let's and I think it, the player base I hear is not as even as good as Destiny One anymore. I mean, that's because with Destiny One, they promised the moon and Earth. They were there because Destiny was hinted in Halo ODST. That was the first time Destiny yeah. appeared. So Destiny was there, like, oh, we're coming, we're coming, and we're gonna fuck your shit up with our brilliant multiplayer game. 
And you know, it was Halo Online, but only Halo Online, but no campaign. So wrapping up what I was originally going to say before we got into this lovely little tangent. Um, That's what we do, we're quirky. Yeah, we do, don't we? Uh, God of War 3, though, if none of you have played God of War 3, that includes you guys in the room and those of you listening. If you've never played God of War 3, before the new God of War, which is probably the best one, um, God of War 3 is fucking outstanding. It's an amazing game. And if it's free, definitely play it. The only other game I want to talk about because I saw Rich squirming in his seat upon announcement, uh, Another World. And it's obviously had this really cool remaster for its 20th anniversary, and I'm somebody who is very interested in their retro games, particularly games that are cinematic platformers, uh, because two of my favorite games ever are Abe's Odyssey and Abe's Exodus. And without Another World, we would not have Abe's Odyssey and Abe's Exodus. Because Probably though, very true. Yeah, and Prince of Persia as well. Like Those are the three, well, the two games, sorry, that meant that we would have Oddworld. Is, uh, is it similar to Oxenfree? If you paid Oxenfree? No, never actually. Is that a it's thing? I've not, not heard of this. Oxenfree is a pretty good game. Is you, it? Play, you play it? Yeah. It's wicked. I love it. What was, was it on? So, uh, everything. Yeah, it's like PS4. Or was it a modern game? Is it current yeah. gen or is it. Yeah, it's current gen apparently. From, from what I know from another world, it's like uh, 2D. It's, it's, it's like Abe's Exodus, like it's a. Side scroller. Side scroller. Okay. Uh, the game I can relate it to the most is probably Heart of Darkness on PS1. Fucking love Heart of Darkness. Yeah, Another World is very Heart of Darkness. Yeah, thing. because it's, um, again, it's going back to this idea that it's a, I mean, do you guys here on the podcast, do you, like, I, I, I sound like I'm being condescending here, but like, do you know what the term cinematic platformer means? Not really. No. Right, so a... Cin- yeah, Prince of Persia, I never even touched that game. Like. So, uh, basically, a cinematic platformer is a 2D side-scrolling game in which all of the characters' movements and the characters' abilities are grounded within reality. So, you know how, like, in a lot of platform games you do, like, a double jump? Obviously, that's not physically possible. Yeah. So, for example, in Abe's Odyssey, Abe is a really feeble creature. Yeah. So, his running and jumping is incredibly realistic. So, the idea is that it's a 2D platformer where there is no like fantastical physics it's all grounded in real world like Rayman no <laughs> Rayman Rayman is completely realistic I, I no, mean, is that not what we're I mean at? does everyone remember their trips to Spain where they rode mosquitoes and lost their hands from yes. the hands uh, so Rich you're I know you've been squirming to talk about this no <laughs> What? <laughs> you look like a kid who just shit his pants while we told you another world was I mean, coming out. Yeah, I don't know what there's to say about that. I haven't already said it. Right, for anyone that hasn't played it before, A, it's fucking amazing. B, it's I, even though it's released later, it's packed full of sort of 80s nostalgia of that whole sort of sci-fi area. It's sort of, I'd almost liken it to sort of Stranger Things in a way. Mm-hmm. with the whole upside down. It's very much a guy grabbed out of the current world, shoved into another world, and he knows nothing about it, he wasn't planning on being there, and off he goes. You it, just said it, the title of the game. That's the word of the day. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want me yeah. anything? Uh, no. No, no. <laughs> it's, it's not that kind of show. Uh, yeah, we don't get prizes, we're really poor. But, for, <laughs> yeah, for anyway, because it's an old game. I mean, it came out at the same sort of early Mega Drive era, for anyone that hasn't looked it up, 
go online. They they did a PC um, re-release what five ish yes. years uh, ago. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Check it out on YouTube. I'd say that the majority of people out there, if you like side scrollers, it's going to be the type of game that you're going to play. That's it, really. Was me. Well, so I'd cut you off, Liam. Yeah, Tom, fine. what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Um, I'll be completely honest. My PlayStation is fucked, so I have not looked at PlayStation Plus in it. I still pay for it. Still pay for PlayStation Plus. I've just not touched it in months. So, were I to, I might, to be honest, I might, because my PlayStation won't play discs, but I can download shit. And God of War 3 is just a game that I never picked up at the time of its original release, but if it's free, it's actually, no, I played a demo. I played a demo of God of War 3, and financial reasons meant I couldn't buy it. I've got kids, I can't buy it. I can't afford games very often. And I would probably, I might turn my PlayStation back on for the first time in about a year just to play God of War 3. I mean, I'm kind of the same, minus the kids thing. Like, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but with God of War 3, I, I picked up my PS3 really late on in its generation, like about two years before the PS4 came out. I picked up God of War 3 and I played the first boss. And I've got to say, the, first, the opening of that game is one of the best fucking openings you can ever have in a video game. Genuinely, I would implore you, and this is not something you have to answer now, but throughout the rest of this episode, try and please think of, for me, a better introductory level to a video game than God of War 3. Oh fuck, you guys are <laughs> shit. Great. No, 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 I haven't played it. I'm, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to, I'm not answering your question. I'm asking, is that introductory level, was that what the demo was? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, you're climbing I, up Mount Olympus. I have not played anything that's matched. That was fucking incredible. The Last of Us. That's what I was about to say. Okay, The Last of Us was a goddamn tearjerker, but back to God of War 3 for me. I'm just uh, before, sorry, before I interrupt you, because you and Toby are so good points to make, I'm sorry, that first half of The Last of Us, it's kind of great. It's kind of great. It's Although, not that amazing. It, um, res- it resonates more if you have kids. Yes. Uncharted, I've, I, I've, not, I've not played The Last of Us, and I probably should, but um, which Uncharted game is it where Two. you're in that fucking train? That is incredible. That's good. You know what? We could have an entire discussion on the best opening levels of games. But we're on God of War 3 right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, God of War 3, I really like the fact that it's come onto PS Plus because a lot of people in the UK didn't get a PS3. Uh, which means that. I, I had an Xbox 360 before yeah, I yeah, really, I bought 360 first. Like that. So that means it's a really good opportunity for people to play God of War 3 after playing like God of War 4, which is fucking amazing. Anyway, I know we have our next topic, which is a customer question, which I feel would make a really I get, We need a jingle. Do you need I, a jingle for I that? I feel there'd be a make one. They would need a really fucking... Right now. Right yeah, now. come on. What was it? Customer question. Cut. It's the customer question. Hey. Hey. That'll do. That'll do. That'll do. There you go. Can got you jingle. add some keyboard sounds and maybe some thoughts? <laughs> Also, I want, to, I want to also just point something out whilst we get the audience question up, um, because I don't think we've got it up right now. Uh, one thing that's actually just occurred to me, because we haven't mentioned it, we have a new guy on the show. Hi, my name's Tom. <laughs> have we not introduced yeah. no, 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 we haven't. Hi, I'm Tom. I'm yeah, we didn't do a formal introduction. One. Yes. Because I wanted to say at the beginning, just one of you, what's the name of this podcast? Akedo Cast. Cast. Now, my point is... What's your name? I just call it Akedo. All the time. It's a Kado. It's a Kado. I didn't know what that accent meant. I've been saying, how long have you been open now? Two years? 
year and a half. Almost, yeah. Yeah, and I've just been calling it Akido, Akido the whole time, and then I'm wrong. So, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, this new member of the team is Tom. And I don't Say even know what the him. bar's called, so And hi. Tom doesn't even know what the name of the fucking bar well, is he's called. Been it's Akido. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, customer question. Jingle, jingle. Say the question. This is from Rebecca Johnson. Hi, um, Rebecca. Her Thank question you. is, what is everybody's gaming guilty pleasure? Ooh. We're going to start with Liam. I say my, my hand shot up immediately, and that is dead or alive. Oh, you fuck. Oh, I, well, I, wonder, I wonder why. why. I, wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. I think dead or alive is a genuinely good fighting game. I think it's like actually really fun to play and I remember when I bought it I was working at CX at the time and I, I told my manager I was like oh I bought Dead or Alive 5 for the PS4 he turned around and said to me you fucking pervert it's like yes. no That's no I'm not in it for the jiggle physics and the boobies I'd yes, get Dead or, I would get we'll Dead or Alive we'll come back to that I would when get... we talk about the cyberpunk gameplay oh yeah but that was me I, if, I would, if I was in it for the jiggle physics and boobies I would have got Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball 3 only available in Japan ladies and gentlemen you can pick it up on eBay for a dastardly price or watch mine and Liam's show Landmines and Quick Times where we played Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball 3 so you can see how shit it is for free but still <laughs> I mean, yes, it's full of boobies and jiggle physics and the fact you can change your character's costumes to, like, a piece of string. But it's also quite a good fighting game in the fact that if you want to pick it up and play and learn, easy. If you want to master it... Like Tekken, I imagine. I do. Is it, is it like Tekken? It's a bit, but it's about the dead, it's about dead or alive only uses about two main buttons. Mm. So you can easily pick it up to, to master it. Takes some dedication. Yeah, I mean... I'm, I'm racking my brains trying to think of like a, a guilty pleasure game uh, that I'd like to point out to you guys that I love and it's I can't think of one I can't think of one that is embarrassing for me to say that I like so I'm gonna also elaborate on Liam's point of Dead or Alive because since Dead or Alive 1 I've been a huge fan of the series and I, yeah I get it it's fucking creepy. Like, there are, literally, in one of the Dead or Alive games, there is a function in which you can have the female characters lean forward and each of your analog sticks controls their tits. It's fucking weird. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I want to play it now. It's that sounds incredible. How much is it? Oh, it's so creepy and I hate it. <laughs> that sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> Toby, That's like the minigame in hockey games where you get to fight people. But... Toby, be prepared to get all the fucking weebs in your shop. Well, you know. By the way, uh, Dead or Alive is now in the bar, so if you want to <laughs> If you want to see some anime titties, <laughs> but like Liam was saying, Dead or Alive 5 in particular, I remember being embarrassed going up to my local counter at HMV and buying it. Yeah, I bought HMV, it was on sale, that's the only reason I bought it. Um, but when I bought it, I felt embarrassed, but I actually played Dead or Alive 5, and as far as fighting games go, it is fucking solid. Like, it's, me and you play it often. Yeah, like me and you will still play it to this day, because it's a really good fighting game, it's got great mechanics, it's all about countering. No, genuinely, like it's got. It's a great fucking. <laughs> yeah, game. yeah, mechanics, okay. Good mechanics are the titties. No, like it's it's it's, genuine, it's a fighting game where you can throw a punch and your opponent can counter it, and then you can then counter your opponent's counter. But can you um, do a Hadouken? Yes, you can. Really? <laughs> One of the characters like throws projectiles and shit. <laughs> okay. There is a character who grabs you, teleports up like twenty feet in the air, and like breaks your neck on the fucking Zangief. ground. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's with fists. No, no, that's a male character. Well, there's males in it. There are males in it. That's crazy. I don't want it anymore. But, but what I want to know is, 
And again, I'll come with this. This is all the one I took, wanted to talk about the cyberpunk thing, but they spent all this time making the titties perfect. The male characters, what's their junk like? Have they spent 10 no, years? That's a good they point, are actually. Like, they're like ripped beyond belief. Like, but, but can I twitch my junk? Yeah, I, I, is, there, is there buttons to control each testicle? I've never tried. What is that? <laughs> I'm a match expert. What's that game where you can uh, control the penis? What? <laughs> what? There's a game it's where like you can control you it. Around. It's a genital Genital jousting. Yeah, 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 that's a great game. Another game Mark and I have played on landmines in quick times. So. Yeah, but I, that's rich. We need to move on. Do you have a guilty pleasure? I've got no, because I have no shame. Oh, Anyone oh, okay. that comes to me and sort of says that game is not cool, I don't care. You're not cool. It's wow. That, it's that simple. I guess the worst game, the most sort of nerdy game ever. But I lost two years of my life playing EverQuest. So for people that was WoW pre-WoW, and that was a grind and a hell. Cause anything bad happened on there, you lost your whole week's progress when you died, basically. And there was none of this nice to you could go back and just get your stuff. You had to fight your way through with no items, no experience, nothing. And yeah, but that, I, I don't care. If you don't like EverQuest, you suck. That guilty pleasure, why? Again, same kind of thing. It's, I would say maybe Kingdom Hearts because it's kind of it, everyone loves Kingdom Hearts, but in some friendship groups it's like a well that's not a real RPG and well you like Disney characters, but actually Guitar Hero because staying up till two o'clock in the morning in your front room playing a little plastic guitar trying to master King Dragon Force it's a bit sad really, but I love it. Just, yeah, love just it. learn guitar. Yeah, exactly. But I don't want to. I prefer the plastic one. I mean, I'm 34. My guilty pleasure is uh, Animal Crossing on the 3DS. That's not a guilty pleasure. I, I adore New Leaf. Yeah. New Leaf is so You fun. can't die, which is good for me because I always die in everything. That, that sounds good. Just go around digging fossils up. Also, you're the mayor. You own that ship. Anyone's only complaints. They can suck your mayoral Tommy dick. Nook, mate. I am so much mayor. Oh, Tommy, Tom Nook. I mean, I'm just going to play a toy. I've known you two years. I've never once known you played Animal Crossing. I've got it in my backpack right now. <laughs> that is actually Do quite a revelation. Me. You don't oh. look like the type. There you go. Here's Wait. my 3DS. Wait. Just in case. Proof. Do I look the I type? I think I've Metroid in here. Yes. Yes, you look the type. Wait, I look the type. You look like you look like you play Animal Crossing. Toby doesn't. What do you mean? I'm a bit insulted. <laughs> no, Liam, I, I, I look at you and I know that you play. This <laughs> is <laughs> so fucking cute. I don't. Okay, let's move on to our next topic. By the way, thank you, Rebecca Johnson, for your question. That was lovely and also insightful. So the next thing we have is Streets of Rage 4. Yes! I'm, okay, I'm going to have to immediately fucking field this one. So I'll keep it brief, as brief as I can. As brief as the trailer. Yes, True. That, yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I hate how excited I am based on what is like one minute and twenty six seconds of fucking footage, which like only only, only a fraction of a second is, of it is game actual gameplay. gameplay. But basically, a I am excited that Streets of Rage Four is actually a thing because the original three games are amazing. Like I don't care what anybody says, you can give me your fucking final fights and you can give me your double dragons, and I will say shove what you fucking are. Streets of Rage is better. Um, so I'm glad there is a fourth Golden one. Axe. Golden Axe. Oh, yeah. mm, Golden Axe. If you allow me to... Yes, that's exactly what I'll say, Toby. Golden Axe, yeah, there's a really great nostalgia factor, but if you've actually played Golden Axe recently, mechanically, it's kind of fucking janky. I, to be honest, I did play it recently. Yeah. It's shit, but I still love it. Yes. Uh, but I'm glad that Street Trade 4 is a thing. I love the new cartoony art style they've got going for it. I think it's actually a really good way of like bringing the series on. And also... 
the side-scrolling beat-up genre has been kind of dormant for a few years, so I'm fucking glad I've finally got something yeah. back that brings that. I'd say the last game that was really good in the side-scrolling beat-up was the Scott Pilgrim game. Did you play that? I've not played it. I no. didn't realise it was a thing. Yeah, it was. A, it was very subtly announced by Ubisoft, and it's pretty much Streets of Rage, but the soundtrack is by a uh, like pixel music band called Animanaguchi, who sound brilliant. And it's just Streets of Rage. You play as Scott and the rest of Sex bob and you just beat the crap out of people. That was really good, and that's what I mean. I hope that someone like Animanaguchi can do a similar soundtrack to what Streets of Rage 2 had, because even though the visual art style looks nice, I need a damn good soundtrack to go with it. Well, what platform is that, that game on? Scott Pilgrim is available on Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. Ah, okay. So unplayable now. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay, but... I've but... still got it on my PS3. One little game on the PS4 that came out called Mother Russia Bleeds. I haven't played that. Ooh, no, is, that is that a side scrolling beat em up? Yeah, it looks like Streets of Rage, but oh, so. really gory. Never knew that was a thing. Ooh, that sounds even better. Uh, I'd never played it, but I did see it. Seems we may need to play that. Rich, going on to you. Streets of Rage 4. Streets of Rage 4? Yeah, I'm fucking stoked. What more do you need to know? It's going to be good. It will best. I'll rephrase. No, it best fucking be good because I'm really going to be very unhappy if it's not. Must be one thing I really like about what Sega are doing lately. They seem to be really listening to fans. Fans wanted Shamu, so we have Shamu Three coming, and Shamu One and Two have been remastered. They wanted a good Sonic game, so we gave them Sonic Mania, and also we wanted more Bayonetta. Well, I wanted more Bayonetta, so they're making Bayonetta Three. We're learning some stuff about you tonight. They're alive and Bayonetta. Thing is, and all of the games that have the big jiggly boobies. And he hangs out in the weeb section. Yeah. Yeah. Bayonetta is a damn good... Oh, it's a brilliant game. I'll give you that. It's a brilliant game. But it's all games with boobies. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with appreciating titties. That's true. I'll put my hands up and say I appreciate titties. I'll put my hands on titties and say I appreciate them. Exactly. Uh, See, Toby's room. Not in the bar. I won't. I won't. Not in the bar. Girls are allowed. No, no, no. Toby will put his hands until you appreciate him with consent. Yes, consensually. Oh, there we go. There we are. See, we saved ourselves. Lesson learned. Feminism. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tom, Streets of Rage. Again, so like, um, I I was semi joking about Golden Axe. I that game holds just a dear place in my heart. But um, Streets of Rage, again, it's, it was it is the side calling beatdown. If you think about side-scrolling beat-em-ups, it's Street of Rage. And that trailer, although it's not really a trailer... Um, it's an the, announcement. Yeah, the art style is... Um, I, I love it. And it kind of they could have gone really hyper-modern with it. They could have done that kind of half-3D, half-2D thing that some people well, don't like. like a but Street Fighter 5. Yeah, but they've just done full-on kind of um, comic book. And I like the look of that. I like yeah, the style. Cool. I was really afraid, actually, when they announced it, that they were going to go the opposite direction and try and make it too pixely. Mm. And I know we would all love that, but I think you'd get sort of a couple of hours into it and just think, well, if I wanted to play this, I'd just go back and play the originals. Yeah. Well, to me, with uh, all I'm hoping is, I, I love the art style. The comic book art style fits Streets of Rage. I'm just hoping for as good of a soundtrack as one and two had, because one and two, I could walk into a fucking club and hear any song from Streets of Rage one and two, and I would lose it. I, I would just fucking skank the shit out of that. Have you heard the soundtrack on, uh, shit, what's it called? 
What's the game? Uh, the Miami. The Miami. Miami. That was just what I was going to talk that, about. That is so that, good. They released it on vinyl. Yeah, it's the best. Is the best game soundtrack in the last maybe ten years. I've still never actually finished Hotline Miami two. I finished one. It was a fucking slog. Like genuinely, Hotline Miami is harder than Dark Souls. There's yes. a two. There's a two, and it's did even. You know, Pat, yeah. Have I been in a coma? I did. Maybe. I also did not know about two. I haven't even made it to two. I haven't finished one. What? Like seriously, two is actually. I would say two is fucking solid. Like, no. I never finished one because it was just a pick up and get pissed off game. No. I pick it up, I pay it for an hour, and just end up lobbing my controller and nearly breaking. Before things. we move on to the next subject, what I'll say is, if you get far enough into Hotline Miami one, the story actually gets really interesting oh. and it becomes mm. like a psychological thriller yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, Hotline Miami 2 gets even weirder because uh, again you guys you say you've never even heard of Hotline Miami 2 the first level of Hotline Miami 2 has you playing as a serial killer in a pig mask stalking a couple murdering the guy and then basically going to rape the woman before a director yells cut oh the fuck oh, yeah. that's also perfect blue Let's not even get started on Perfect Blue, I'll be here all night. If you guys don't know what Perfect Blue is, we'll cover that in another episode, because I think one one thing that Akedo Cast is missing, and even as much as I love talking about gaming, we need to talk about movies. Mm, I, I'm in for that. So yeah. We do have movies every Sunday. We do. And, and this week it is The Fifth Element. You said it was Mortal Kombat. I got yeah, you said Mortal Kombat's next week. Oh, you pre- oh, okay. Right, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually doing things in advance, so I've got Fifth Element this week, Mortal Kombat next week. Or as I always called it, The Fifth Elephant. That's a book yeah. by Terry Pratchett. Is it? Which is a wonderful fucking book. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about Terry Pratchett some other time. We're going to start covering books now. Because <laughs> <laughs> Terry Pratchett, I will talk all night. Yeah, yes. will. Welcome to the library. <laughs> What's hey, next? Anyway, our next section is uh, CD Projekt Red recently released 40 minutes of cyberpunk gameplay. As a massive fan of Witcher 3, I am looking forward to cyberpunk. I've actually not seen the gameplay yet because I'm savouring it. Like Christmas dinner. Well, so I'm gonna get my piece out of the way now and allow the people who actually want to talk about this to talk about this. Purely because, as much as I admire CD Projekt Red as a developer, I think they do incredible things and I think they are one of the few video game developers that actually have a sense of integrity in this modern age. Which is the Witcher developer. Yes, right. it is yeah. the Witcher. But I personally never got into the Witcher series particularly Witcher 3. So when they said 40 minutes of gameplay for Cyberpunk has come out, I, I don't mean this in like an inherently negative or aggressive way, I personally just didn't give a shit. So you guys can discuss this as much as you want. <laughs> so I was gonna, basically, I'm on a similar, because you, you mentioned this before, and I'm in a similar place to you, where I tried to play Witcher, didn't really get into it, but I'd been off the back of a kind of 200 hours on Fallout 4, went straight into The Witcher and just kind of wasn't in the right place. But I have other thoughts on this footage, so I'm going to let people who like it talk about it first, and then I'll actually have my thoughts on it. I will just point out, my only reason for me not liking The Witcher, and this can be a discussion for another time, is purely because when I first... No, because Breath of the Wild is the best open world game ever. I can but, it. I can't uh, it. The reason why I just didn't get into The Witcher 3 was because I had just come off the back of finishing Bloodborne, and if any of you have played Bloodborne, yep. you will know that anything you play after Bloodborne just will not compare to Bloodborne. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm going to be the fucking black sheep, I feel, of this conversation and say I goddamn love Witcher 3, but it's simply because 
when Witcher 3 came out, I was unemployed at the time. Which meant... Always I helps. Could, yeah, for that shit. I could sink my entire fucking life. In fact, it got to a point where I would wake up, Witcher 3, and sleep. In fact, Fallout 4 came out when I broke my arm. So I so had a you, lot of gameplay You time. had a lot of gameplay time. That's me. I, I should have been looking for jobs. Instead, I was travelling around the entirety of the world of Witcher 3, hunting monsters. And it got to a point where my PS4 actually crashed. And I went, ooh, I should probably give it a break. And I went... No, I'm not done. So I continue playing it. So I'm really looking forward to Cyberpunk, even though I now have a job and have to have a job for rent reasons. Fucking adult life. Bloody life. I know, it sucks. But uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna, I plan to sink every waking moment I have not making money into Cyberpunk due to how much Witcher 3 engrossed me, especially the DLC. The DLC is amazing. I like what which they tried to do, but being a Nintendo fan, when you go from a game like Breath of the Wild, you play a game like Witcher, it's so glitchy, the combat's awkward, it's just not as good. So when uh, Cyberpunk got announced, I was like, eh, whatever. And then I found out it was first person, I was like, more, less bothered. But then when I saw this gameplay, I was like, that looks quite cool. I'm terrible at first person shooters, but I was like, that looks all right, it's an open world, First, like an RPG, first-person shooter. So that looks alright. It's like it's like Blade Runner. I like that setting. It's cool. I'm willing to give that a go. Yeah. See, again, like as much as I have every faith in CD Projekt Red, and as soon as I found out this whole first-person thing, I was just like, no, because if I'm going to be playing a open-world RPG game, I don't like first-person that much because. I, I don't know, like, people say that they project themselves into their characters, and I, that's fine, but for me personally, if I'm going to be playing as a character in that environment, I... It's just a personal thing. I like third person, because I like to be able to see my avatar. And that is the reason why, again, Breath of the Wild is such a fucking perfect game, because every single feeling I have about that game when I'm playing it, I experience through Link. That's just me. On that, with a senior character, because like Fallout, Fallout games, Fallout 4, you, I play it my, 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 mostly in first person, but you can come out to third person. But it's, it's shit in third person. It's shit in third person, <laughs> but like you say, you just want to be able to see your character. If you're putting a new piece of armour on, you want to pull out and you want to be able to see that armour, third person's good for a little bit, but if we can actually talk about the, the cyberpunk, the actual, that trailer, but saying the, well, gameplay, but they say it's open world and all this, and they showed you this where you live is like a uh, massive tower block thing, like in uh, Judge Dredd. Um, if I can't go into every single room of that building, I'm not going to be happy. Because that's how I play RPGs. I go into every single room and open every single drawer. And if I can't spend six weeks just in, before I even go outside in this massive tower block thing, going into every single house. That looks like a huge world. Will you be able to do that in Cyberpunk? Do you reckon? You must be able to. I, I hope so. I think you will. Looking at what right. they've done. Not every building, but I, I like to think they'll have like a, a giant element of free roaming. But back to what you said, Mark, where you, you say, oh, you put a bit of yourself into every character you make in RPG. I tend to play as a woman, so I hope to be <laughs> I don't, well, because actually, other, otherwise it's a video game equivalent of Hedwig the Angry Inch. Have you not seen the, you say you've not seen the, the uh, gameplay footage? Wait, I have, I've Ooh. seen a bit of it. Yeah. Wait, did you just fucking make a Hedwig and the Angry Inch reference? I did. What the fuck? I love that movie. Um, have you seen that movie? I have now. <laughs> uh, but also, 
uh, back to Breath of the Wild, I, I often think that even though I love Witcher 3, and I think both the game and the full DLC, both DLCs, in fact, were amazing, Breath of the Wild will forever be my favourite open world game because that I have happily completed both on the Wii U and the Switch, and I'm still not bored and I'm still finding new things. So I gotta say, CD Projekt Red have to really up their fucking game to find something new to add. I, as a world, I don't think anything's been done that comes close to what they're trying to achieve with this game. And although we were ragging it on people that like anime earlier on, I'm a really, really big fan of Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone else watches this or has watched the movie or the series that are based on it afterwards. But this is the closest, I think, that I've seen any game come to that type of world. And it's something I've been waiting for to play through for a super long time. But this is it. That's kind of what I hated. Called me. It just... Nothing about the footage interested me. It... Like, yes, it's pretty. That's, that's about it. It's very, very, very pretty. Um, and as I hinted earlier, they spent a lot of time making a jiggly boob fun for the bottom of the... The footage. <laughs> the first ten minutes, you're carrying a naked lady, and there's just a jiggly boob in the bottom of the screen. I don't think it's necessary. Wait, wait, genuinely, like, I, yeah. I've not seen the footage. And, and, so. Jiggly, you, you're um, the the concept. One of the elements of the world is that you have a chip in your head, and you're it's linked to your health insurance, and you can like if you if you can afford to be airlifted out, and you like fall ill, you automatically get picked up. So there's a lady in the bath, and there's something it's been hacked, something like that. But you're looking, you're You've been hired to collect this person. They find her, she's in a bathtub, they've been harvested for their chips, and she's semi-conscious, but she's completely naked. You then pick up the lady and carry her to an airlift, but the bottom of the screen is just a boob. This sounds to me like, uh, I know Liam, you know of this movie, uh, but this sounds to me a lot like Repo the Genetic Opera. Oh, Never yeah. heard of it. Great film. What is it? Wait, wait. Is this real people? Or this is no, no, this is a movie. This is a movie. Um, it's one of my favourite movies. The last recent, well, the last sort of decade. I think it was a decade ago it came out. Uh, it's often described as being this generation's Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. It's a rock opera about a company which give you organs on loan, and if you can't keep up your payments, a repo man comes and he literally cuts your organs out. Ooh, that's well, that savage. Sounds, that sounds fun. And it's, a, and it's a rock opera starring Anthony Stewart Head, who is Giles from Buffy. Oh, brilliant. And Alexa Vega, who was the child from Spy Kids. And Paul Sorvino and Paris Hilton and Bill Moseley. Okay, yeah, we know oh, we need to watch this. Oh, you me now. No, genuinely, Paris Hilton is fucking brilliant in this it sound, movie. It sounds amazing. I, I want in. Really? You have, you have yeah. your Rocky Horror, to be honest. Yeah, uh, she plays a really good Paris Hilton in a way. She sounds drugs the fuck up. She basically, oh, okay, fair enough. She basically plays the heiress to this billion dollar corporation that loans out the organs. And so she plays herself? Yes. Okay. She's addicted to plastic surgery. She's also addicted to a drug which makes plastic surgery easier, which they actually extract from dead bodies. Incredible. That's dark. I love it. And Every moment of, well, I'd probably say it's like Swingy Todd, where like 80% of every moment in the movie is sung. Brilliant. Are you, now you turn me off again. No, I love a musical. musical. No, I don't hate on musicals. But I love a musical, me. But it's a rock opera, so it's all industrial rock music. So did Ramstein do the soundtrack? Because that it's, would put me back onto it It again. sounds a lot like Ramstein. Okay. But yes, let's get on to the final moment of the show. It is another customer question. 
And today we have Steve French asking, where will gaming be in 10 years? I've, Rich, I think you want to answer that one first, so you I go just, ahead. Everyone predicts the downfall of gaming. I'm gonna pre- I am going to predict the downfall of consoles. Um, I, I, I genuinely believe that over the next couple of years that Sony and Microsoft are going to have to release consoles that just verge too much into the PC genre sort of area because people want to do more with their consoles. They expect Exchangeable them to, bits. Well, they expect them to be media stations now, first and foremost, don't they? That's all I use mine for. Exactly. My Switch and I don't. My Switch is because it can't. I don't, it's just for gaming. It's because, yeah, the Switch is a games console yes. foremost. That's yeah. it. And more and more now they're releasing games that need a, a hell of a lot of horsepower behind them to make them run. So I think if you're going to be spending top-end graphics card money, you're going to expect something that does more than just play a game. You're going to want it to be able to run other bits of software. You're going to want to use it to keep things up to date. And I just don't believe that as a a game-centric device has a place in the home anymore. See, as much as I like to think that games consoles can still exist because, well, I'm 24, I like to believe that everything will remain the same. But what's going to happen is, and it's based on Xbox Game Pass and EA Pass, they both create subscription services where you literally just pay a bit of money per month and you can access their entire library. I reckon games aren't going to become media centres, but they're no longer going to be games consoles. They are going to be streaming consoles. What's the new thing Xbox has announced where you can, uh, you can if you subscribe to a year's worth of Xbox Pass or whatever it is, like Xbox, Xbox Live, you can, uh, you can pay off your Xbox One S or X over time. So you do it without interest free, you can pay off your console. But I also think that the way they'll start doing it is you can upgrade your graphics card. You can like, if you, okay. if you want the best graphics, you take that bit out. Like, like a PC. Because a modular console, the, basically. Yeah, the thing is with, with, the thing is with uh, PC is it's not accessible to everybody. Mm. Not everyone understands how they run. Like myself, like, I, that's why I don't have PCs in the bar. And most of my customers can't even, you know, they struggle working the consoles. No offence you guys, but like... No, I agree. As somebody who works in your bar, there are a surprising amount of people who come in who ask to play on a specific console, uh, but their understanding of the console is very limited. Yeah. That's not a negative thing, that is just the... So, I have a lot of people saying, no, do you not have PCs? I know, because the upkeep of that and trying to get everyone logged on to a system like that is difficult. That's why it's consoles. consoles is accessible, but I think the way it will go is they'll start upgrading the graphics cards and the and the and the uh, the memory. That's what I mean. It's it's just going to become that point where consoles aren't going to become consoles to me. They're going to become forms of streaming services because the Xbox Game Pass is actually doing really well. And the fact is, PlayStation Now is a stepping stone, but it's kind of shit because you have to download it and then stream it. That should be that should be included with your PS. Yes, plus. Yeah, that's the, yeah. Fi- the financial services you, men- you mentioned for Xbox is essentially you pay a certain amount a month and you get the console, Xbox Live Gold, and Game Pass. And I gotta say, as much as I'm not a fan of the Xbox One, that's Xbox. a really good service. That is good. Yeah, yeah. everyone pays on finance. Yeah, everyone. But 
this is the, like the future gaming because I, I again I'm a cynical old man but I hate like, I, I hated when physical media started going away and everything was downloads but if it turns into a streaming services and you just get access to games then that that's great like if you don't if you if you're just paying a fixed price like if you say that the, the PlayStation what's it called the the the, the uh, PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now. If that was included in in uh, Plus, then that would be brilliant. But yeah. Essentially, um, you guys have all been discussing how you see the state of gaming in a sort of financial business state. What I want to chime in with is what I think the state of game will be in terms of the actual games. And this is something that me and Liam, who was fucked off, maybe to the toilet. He's not here, so he can't chime in. Um, we were talking earlier about graphics, and this is the kind of thing that I want to talk about, where graphics are becoming so photorealistic mm. that you're thinking to yourself, where are graphics going to go from here? And personally, I think we're going to have a crash where everybody, well, every developer, should I say, is going for, like, we need to make it real, we need to make it real, it has to be real, and people aren't going to want that. Well, the thing is, at the minute, right now, there's a rise in the small indie, which which are going away from the hyper-realistic yeah. graphics. But at the same... 16 bit, 8 bit. But at, yeah, there is that, but at the same Things time... Things like Hotline Miami. But at the same time, we're also getting developers that are really... Like, indie developers that are really pushing the realism. We have people like the guys that made Hellblade saying it was sacrificed. Yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, they're really trying to focus on this real-world aspect that, frankly, if you ask me... They're making that their main point when they're not actually focusing on gameplay that, and, VR, right? and art style, and they're not really looking at you know artistic um, artistic light artistic integrity, I guess, and they're not looking at physics. And again, this is why I come back to Breath of the Wild because the main thing I love about Breath of the Wild is the physics. You've got the you know. The um, being able to control metal, the controlling time, and every single one of those physics bleeds into that world. And that is why Breath of the Wild, graphically, not the most impressive game, it doesn't, it doesn't need to be, does it? Because it's physics and it's gameplay. It's seconds in Yeah, because, I mean, I will let you talk, Rich, don't worry. <laughs> but um, as much as Horizon Zero Dawn is a graphically very impressive game, its actual gameplay mechanics are the most run-of-the-mill. It's basically Far Cry. Yes. But in a different skin. I, I think, <laughs> it's got off the back of that, I think we're starting to see the rise of the, the, the famous video game storyteller, which is a lot of people are worried about that the games are just too generic nowadays. But I can think of two names, both ladies actually, which is great, is um, Amy Hennig, and um, Rihanna Pratchett, who have both made AAA titles and done some amazing storylines. And I think that is going to be one of the better things that comes out of next generation gaming. I personally think that Rihanna Pratchett, as much as I like the new Team Raider games, I think she is capable of so much more. I agree. I agree. I think that's experience and time is needed on that front. But from the, the little that she's done so far, it's a bloody good start. 
Anyway, I, to be honest, I find that the conversation of story game, the video game storytelling, story game video telling, um, <laughs> same thing. I know, right? That could be for another time, but I believe we have ran out of time. Oh shit, are we really? Yeah, we are. We are now in the cusp of the end of Arcado Cast episode two. But I think there is one last segment that we could probably squeeze in five minutes of if you are so opposed. Ah, you go right ahead if you think you've um, the time. The last thing, if we can keep it brief, um, between all of us, um, is there anything in particular that you guys want to talk about? Because I've got one thing. I squeezed in what I wanted to talk about earlier, so I'm good. Go on, Rich. I've got one thing. Just for anyone that is into their um, competitive gaming, we've just had the International, which is the, the biggest esports event of the year. 25 million prize pool. Um, if anyone is into um, any of their MOBAs, that sort of thing, so League of Legends, Smite, Dota, that sort of thing, I'd highly advise looking at the video highlights of that. Once again, it's a brand new team won the tournament. Got gone. I can see there's a. No, no, I have a point to raise after this. So oh, that's finish. fine. Yeah. Um, please, for anyone that is even even remotely interested in competitive gaming, give it a look. That it's such a, a huge thing, but so many people don't seem to know about it. It's a real shame because this event runs on for a week long. It's absolutely huge. Like I say, 25 million raised by crowdfunding, pretty much. Valve put in about a million of their own money, but that's the rest insane. Of, yeah, exactly, and that's from some, from buying items in game where only twenty five percent of the money spent goes to the prize fund, so the rest of it goes to the video game company. Incredible. So the the one last thing it seems like no one else has anything to really rent mention, uh, but this is probably something that will go into the next Akedo cast. So I hope you will join us for the next episode. Um, but the one video game that I want to mention before we finish, uh, it comes out this week. I am so bloody excited for it. Two Point Hospital. Yes. It's like a theme hospital. Yes. Uh, basically, two of the original lead developers of Theme Hospital have developed this new game, Two Point Hospital, which is a complete spiritual successor to Theme Hospital. Amazing. Like It's a complete reinvention of the entire game. And I've watched many Let's Plays of it on YouTube, uh, for, like the first sort of four levels, and it genuinely looks incredible. And I'm so excited to actually get my hands on it. And it's like £25 on Steam. And for an indie title, for you to give them £25 of your money... Not on PC. It's uh, on PC. Like console, right? No, it's coming to consoles eventually. It's on PC now. And you can pay £25 to get it. And it looks amazing. And obviously, the more that you guys actually pay the developers of Two Point Hospital, they're going to make more games. And to be honest, they deserve to because Theme Hospital is one of the greatest games of that generation. So why are you not playing it? That's me. It's made by the people who made Theme Hospital, isn't it? Yes. And also, do they have? They do they still have the disinterested announcer woman on the tannoy? They. She's not entirely disinterested. They still have that, but she still has the kind of thing of like patients are reminded not to die in the hospital, like that kind of thing. Excellent. Uh, but it's a lot less tongue-in-cheek and a little bit more serious. Oh, well, that, that goes against my point. Now. As long as there's still bloated head syndrome, I'll be happy. There isn't, but they have stuff like lightheadedness, where the patient's head is replaced by a light bulb. Okay, that's, okay that, that works. And they have to have their light bulb head unscrewed and replaced with a real human head that gets screwed back on. It's, like, it's still got that kind of light-heartedness about it. 
uh, one of the things I've seen in the trailers is mock star syndrome where patients believe they're rock stars, so you'll have loads of people going around your hospital dressed as Freddie Mercury. That sounds, nice. sounds exactly like a female hospital. Yeah. I'm in, I'm sold. That's it. So I'll have to wait for console. Did anyone sold. see uh, Goose Simulator again? Jerk Goose. Uh, Jerk I've Goose. seen vague references. I want it. It's coming out for Switch, isn't it? Which yeah. I, I will get it for oh, Switch. It looks incredible. It looks stupid. So it's I'm a simulator. It. Like, Goat Simulator was stupid, but just so much Pissing off humans. Yeah, just being a goose a, and going a around. Goose. What? A twat goose. A twat goose. A twat just going around trying yeah. to piss off a farmer. What is there not to love? So, I think that's everything for episode two of the Kato Cast. We've covered a lot of ground this time. Uh, it's been very good. I've enjoyed it immensely. And less swearing. Yeah, a lot less swearing. Who knew? I know, really? right? A, I really thought that I was just going <laughs> to swear constantly, and I've been a good boy. We've, we've, all, we've all been good. Uh, anyway, so we're going to call it time on this guy. On, uh, can, can I just add one final Tom, thing? Tom, go ahead, I've messed that the up. The word cunt. Aye. Yay! I just did that! Oh. I just did that. Well, call oh, us cunt and the gang, because I guess we're all just going to say it. <laughs> right, well, it's been a pleasure, guys. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. We'll be back next time for episode three of the Kado Cast, and I hope you'll join us for it then. We'll have even more gaming news and just as much outrageous banter, so I hope you will join us. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye all. See you later. Goodbye. Bye.